All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, and really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest in future chatting for today, all the way from Cary, North Carolina, none other than Tina Call. Now, Tina, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you. I cannot wait to dive into this. So thank you so much for taking the time. No, I'm so excited to be here. So thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Uh, gosh. And, and seriously, just with, with so much knowledge and information coming in everybody's way, I cannot wait to share your story and your why and everything that drives you to do what you do to the highest of levels. So I, I guess, Tina, without further ado, let's just dive into a series of questions. First one being just kind of telling everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from why you do what you do, and the journey of your path and your life to today. Yeah. So I'll give you a quick little rundown. So 21 years in the business, Greg. So wow. I started at 23. Um, I'm do the math. I'm almost 44. So um, yeah. And, and I got my real estate license early on. Uh, my real estate agent that was helping my then boyfriend, who is now husband, buy a home kind of dragged me into the business. Um, I left high school, didn't know where I was going to go with life, but I knew I loved people and I knew I loved fixing problems. So I started my career there for seven years and the market tanked. And I was actually leaving the business, but thank God I ran into, I call it my magical fairy moment. Mm. Um, I ran into Mike Ferry, which I know everybody, you know, should know anyway. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. Shout sure. out to Mike. And uh, yeah. And so what was nice about that is um, I, my income, because the market crashed, went from 150000 which I thought I was rich back then, uh, coming from a poor family, mm -hmm. to 40000 And Mike and the teachings, you know, um, duplicatable systems, time management, get into the office at the same time. Time, think big, which was huge. Um, surrounding yourself with bigger thinking people got me right back to 150, but it also got me a ticket to um, believing in myself and believing that I could duplicate this model anywhere. And so Kevin and I would joke, why do we live where the wind hurts our face up in Michigan <laughs> six months out of the year? So we're like, let's move down south. And we picked North Carolina. Okay. And um, in 2010, we moved here. And for the first six months, I could not sell one home. In fact, I did. I sold one. It was a short sale. Wow. And I thought, what are we doing? And I hit a wall. Kevin came into my office. He said, we're going to have to go back to Michigan because we're literally going to have zero money in the bank. Wow. And that next month, I took three listings. And the rest is history. I sold 36 homes that second six-month period, then 55, then 80, then 130 deals per year for four years. Hit that magical ceiling again, and then started a team um, after that. So here we are, yay! Unbelievable. And and again, I'm so glad, uh, you know, that you you came across. And it's so interesting to see that fork in the road with so many different people yeah. as to why they get into the business and and what drives and motivates them to go further and then pass those ceilings. And um, you know, I'm just so glad that you know, you put yourself in front of the right people and you put the effort and the work associated with it to become who you are and what you do to inspire the real estate industry in the world that helps so many families. And I, I think, so I want to ask why North Carolina, I, I, Michigan's a beautiful place. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but why North Carolina? What, was there any particular decision-making based off of that? Yeah. I mean, we looked at Virginia, North Carolina, and Florida. Um, okay. My dad had, was living in Florida, but I kept seeing all the accolades, you know, Money Magazine, Best Place to Live, Safest Town. So we kind of drove through and, and um, 
we just felt like home. And so we knew it was a place that would grow and it was a diversified job market, lots of great colleges. We just wanted to break the cycle because my whole family, nobody had ever left Michigan. And I thought I have a three and a half year old, I'll raise him where I want to retire. And if he wants to go move back to Michigan or go to Alaska, at least I'm where I wanna be. And I broke the cycle, that vicious cycle. Um, so that's how we picked Carrie. And thank goodness, because it has been a wild ride the last 10 years, just <laughs> watching our environment explode. Um, so yeah, it's, been, it's been really fun. I love that. And again, breaking that cycle, there's just so many paths of a life and, and you're really just carving your own out. And, and it's an inspiration to so many others who might be stuck or thinking, hey, yeah. should I, or, or is now the right time? I don't think there's ever a right time. And I think if it's stuck in the back of your mind long enough, you really should take action in some form. Uh, now you said you hit a certain point again, and then the team was born. So Let's yeah. talk about the decision of you formulating the team and then what's the progression of that to today? Well, I think a lot of real estate agents, I mean, I know many of my friends still, they're stuck in the day-to-day -day exchange time for money mm -hmm. and you're a high paid employee of your business. So when you think about my business, I sold over 125 homes a year, made over $1.1 million, kept about 800,000, happy as a lark from a fi financial standpoint, right? I knew how to be profitable. Mike taught me how to be cheap. I didn't advertise. Yep. I just smiled out, make a pile. Um, but you get to a point where you realize that you're coming home late at night. You're mm -hmm. constantly on this thing 24 seven. You don't really have a life. You exchange everything for your clients. And so I wanted to have the life and the business that I thought that others had. And when I watched all the team leaders, I was at Remax at the time. When I watched like some of the KW team leaders, they were out of production. I'm like, these people, they got something figured out. You know, they, they got teams, they're out of production. They seem so happy. I think I need to do that. And so I invited a couple agents into my business and it went from 130 deals to 180. And I thought, okay, I gave away all my buyers. I got my evenings and weekends back. So I thought this is a good, this is good. This is a taste of leverage. Mm -hmm. But what started to happen, Greg, was I still, when I went over to KW, I was still sort of on that hamster wheel. I had to recruit agents to the team. I would mm -hmm. teach them how to fish. They would walk out the door. Um, wow. And I, I was constantly beating my head against the wall with the other team leaders. Mm -hmm. Why do we have all these leads coming in? The agents just won't call the leads. They won't call the leads. They won't call the leads. And finally, something hit me. You know, we've got these leads that are the lifeblood of our business, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we pay handsomely for these leads to come in. Right. And why do we put them in the hands of 1099 employees? Mm -hmm. So, right. And yeah. so I, I realized very quickly, I had ISAs, you know, and I broke down the department five different times. But finally, mm -hmm. I realized that if I just take the leads away from the agents, and I help, and I bring on an ISA, an inside sales associate, or two or three, and those leads come in and we make appointments for the agents. Now I have enough people, enough appointments um, to be successful enough to step out of the business. Wow. So that was sort of the, the leverage point for me is I, I saw that, you know, I was spending tons and tons of time chasing a 10, $12,000 commission check when I should have been chasing a human, teaching them, downloading my brain, because that human might have made eighty to one hundred thousand dollars on my team, which meant that I earned that as well. It's a 50-50 split, right? So, so in order to do more production, it wasn't so much go sell more homes. It was go help more agents, go help more people. Wow. And when I when I flipped my brain to that, 
that I wasn't just me doing deals and beating on the agents for not calling their leads. It was, no, let's, let's help the agents go out and be with people because that's what they love. And let's let the ISAs do what they're great at. And then all of a sudden the business flourished, right? It just wow. completely um, had a, a turnaround. Absolutely brilliant. And, and when you're breaking that down, Tina, it makes perfect sense. And to anybody out there who's listening or watching with us live, uh, you know, the, those fundamental steps of, of growth and, and, and change, it, it, it's, it's just a process, right? It's in sequential yeah. order. And the fact that you, you had mentioned in there, you broken the department down five times, yeah. uh, you, you know, that that's uh, when you're talking about bringing on ISAs, I love your philosophy is, you know, the team should be out there with people out there in the community with buyers and sellers and, and really engaging that way, not necessarily pounding the phones, and, right. you know, that's a very, in my opinion, no disrespect to an ISA, but, you know, an agent should be out there. Their, their time is more valuable than that. So the fact that you identified it, built everything around there, I'm sure your team is absolutely in love. The, the growth is, is insane. And, and again, everybody has a place as a piece of the puzzle. So with that being said, though, as your transition, so I, I pick up Remax. Keller Williams. So where is it now through EXP? Why, why was that shift happening? Um, you, know, you know, for me, again, when I started to really build the team over at KW, my problem was when I looked at the top agents in our market, they were all a product of being on a team and then leaving that team. Mm -hmm. And so I thought if I'm going to actually step out of production, I'm going to hand over 120 deals a year to my people. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to take those clients that I've worked 10 years on and walk out the door, I needed something that had more financial alignment. So I was actually okay. going independent thinking that was the path until a really good friend of mine, um, you know, said, no, you need to look at this. And hmm. there are so many amazing people that you've interviewed, you know, now here at our brokerage, we all collaborate. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that this would fix for me the scalability because I wanted hmm. to scale beyond my area. Um, I knew it would fix the recruiting piece because I could bring agents to a firm that they were part owners on. You know, I left Remax with a lifetime achievement award, and I'm not sure what I achieved other than paying them, you know, seven hundred thousand um, dollars. Right, I right. love Remax. I love my brokers. <laughs> sure. I, I love Keller, um, but I don't love any company enough to 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 know that you know it's it's just a company, right? You're mm -hmm. hanging your license somewhere. I'm an independent contractor, so I needed to go where I could freely teach and know that if I found another Tina Call and mm -hmm. she wanted to leave my team and go build bigger than me, I would be able to root for her wow. for him. Instead of being afraid of, oh, I just lost a competitor and, or I just lost and now I have a competitor in the market wow. and it didn't feel as good. So for me, it cured, it cured that. Hmm. Um, it just gave me more. And that's all I'm looking for, you know, in my business is more, um, more opportunity. So oh, I love that. And again, that's just evolution through your life and your career and, and wow. really making sure that you're helping as many people possible and making a difference. And to me, it doesn't matter if it's APC or XYZ at the yeah. end of the day, it's, it's the people that you serve and the families that you, you engage with. And again, the team that you grow and, and, yeah. uh, and help flourish, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, and Tina, when it comes down to that, I mean, what you do out there on a regular basis is absolutely incredible. And the impact is there too, but I know that you help so many agents and you teach so many people about leverage and, and really scalability and things along those lines. So I would love to dive into that a little bit, but 
before I ask you kind of the next question, we spoke before we went live here um, and you have an event coming up that you're speaking at. I would love to share that with the audience and encourage everybody to, to, to jump in, to, to make a reservation, RSVP, whatever. So can, can yeah. you share the event and uh, what's going on there? Yes. So it, it's not my event, but it's in Boston, um, October 7th. It's A Real Move. Um, and that is a referral company. That's actually um, the, the people that are creating this um, are creating a referral network for agents to make more money by by delivering those referrals in a better way through an app. Hmm. Um, Ryan Serhant was uh, invited to speak, so he will be there as our closer, awesome. um, which is exciting. And then I think five or six other brokers around the, the nation that just have different hmm. niches that they are going to teach on. So if you're anywhere in the Boston area, October 7th, um, I think, Greg, you said you would put the link somewhere and they yes. could go and buy a ticket and come visit. And, um, and there, yeah, I'm going to be talking about scalability because I, I just am so passionate. You know, I had a friend that fell off a ladder and um, was out of business for six months. That is wow. not scale, right. That is not a business. That is you're a high paid employee. So, so mm. you have to have different vehicles of earning. Mm. Um, and so that's really what we want to teach everybody today is yes, go sell homes, but, mm. but what else can you do? Can you take the knowledge that you have, can you create a listing course, a buyer course? Can you put it out in front of other agents that you can help and sell it? You know, I have friends that make half a million dollars a year just selling courses, right? It's eight grand to build a course, go build it and sell it, you know, right. go build, go buy rental properties. You know, I have 10 now they're kind of a pain, but I have 10, you know, so, <laughs> sure. so I wanted that vehicle. I want stock. I want syndication deals. So I, I just really want to teach agents that wealth building um, and scaling is, is, should be what's on their mind. And when you think about it, agents spend so much time making money, but mm -hmm. they never use the money they make to buy back the time to sit and kind of reflect and go, okay, now I've made money. Where else can I diversify so I can really leverage myself? And so wow. if you're an independent agent sitting there, mm -hmm. I would, I would ask, do you spend an hour a day prospecting? And I always ask this when I'm speaking to audiences mm. and they all say not every day. Wow. So if you're spending four hours or five hours a week, which I think is probably a lot for most agents prospecting mm -hmm. when somebody could spend 40 hours a week for you at a 14 or $15 per hour activity, do you think that ISA could make you more money to go <laughs> land more appointments and build your business when you're servicing, right? So a lot wow. of agents are servicing. So your first hire should absolutely be an ISA partner. That is, should be your first hire. Not a TC is one thing, mm -hmm. right? Go hire a TC, $500 a transaction. You could do 50 deals, 19, 20 grand. You've got a TC, but wow. hire that, that person that's going to be digging for gold every day and setting you up appointments. And then when you have enough appointments, you start inviting agents into the business and start increasing your ISA flow, right? Wow. And you get more ISA. So, so it just makes perfect sense to me um, to hire that role to scale the business faster versus you being the ISA, you being the agent, you being the team leader, you being the every role, right? That we all do before we scale. Sure. Well, Bettina, what you're saying, I know is making a ton of sense and everybody is, is nodding verbally or, or just along with you saying, yeah, that she's so right. But I, I think that there's so many people that are out there in the business that have a hard time understanding that process. So when's the right time or what should it look like? Or how do I hire that ISA? And so is there any advice into that? I mean, if you could look back at your career and everything that you've built thus far, 
And if you could give yourself or anybody out there a piece of advice into that time frame or how to do it, what would you say? What advice would you give? You know, I think for me, I, I kept it small on purpose because that's what I was told by my coaches, right? They, everybody was so focused on, you want to make more money, go sell more homes. Okay. How do I sell more homes? Wake up earlier, meditate, write in your journal, get to the office at 7.30. From 7.30 to 8, you're role-playing. From 8 to 11, you're on the phones. From 11 to 12, it's email. 12 to 7 p.m., you're on appointments. Hmm. That's fine for a hot minute to just build a base. But at the end of the day, if I leave that office and I go out into the field and I'm servicing, nobody's building my business anymore. Right. If it's to be, it's up to me. And it's funny. I have this card here. My, my, um, my coach sent this to me and it says, if it's to be, it's up to me. And I switch, I crossed it we. off. And I said, if it's to be, it's up to we. I love humans, that. Humans are the key to scale, right? I mean, we need people around us. You don't see major corporations with a party of one at the top. Like it's, hundreds and hundreds of people. So, so when you're a team leader and you have all this knowledge and you're just afraid to bring on people to scale, I think it's, it's silly because I'm worth more than an ISA salary, even though they do an amazing job and literally the lifeblood of our business. But when you're literally not prospecting three, four, five hours a day, I think I would have taken my coach, shook him back 10 years ago and went, wait a minute. Mike Ferry, who I love dearly, was not just one coach coaching 4,000 agents. He scaled because he hired other coaches, mm-hmm. trained the other coaches, and now has a big organization. So wow. I would have trained myself a little bit faster to scale myself and get more people understanding what it takes to build a business faster. Wow. Huge. I mean, I mean, and to me, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is when it comes down to real estate and, and Tina, correct me if I'm wrong, but no matter what level of production or uh, goal setting that somebody might have in the real estate world, mm-hmm. for the most part, someone's done it. The, the path yeah. has been laid out. It's not yeah. necessarily reinventing the wheel. It's taking that blueprint, I- implementing that, that essentially system or systems that need to be done and then do the work. Yes. So it's not that complicated. I mean, there's a lot, but it's not, not that all. crazy. No. no, like I always laugh and go, you know, I was the agent that would listen to these podcasts and I'd be like, that person is so smart. And I would pick up the phone and go, help me. I, I'll pay you. I'll send you a $500 gift card. I don't care. And what's amazing is these Titans, you right? These yeah. real estate masters, they figured something out and they're so happy to help. But you would be surprised at how few people will reach out to me and say, hmm. hey, you did it. You know, you're not some genius. How did you do it? <laughs> help me, right? Um, so it's, it's rip off and duplicate, but really it's just success modeling. That's what I call it. Success. Ooh, modeling, right? I, that that's so much nicer so yeah, it when, is. when you say that too, Tina, and, and, and again, with, with everybody who's watching or listening to Titan nation, they're, they're not shy on reaching out. So hopefully your, your DMS don't explode after yeah, this, but I, I mean, I wouldn't, I would flat out encourage everybody who's watching or listening to follow every social media platform that Tina and the team is a part of really just learn from the best and the brightest, uh, attend any events that you're speaking at. And again, October 7th, we'll have the links in the comments down below. So you can do that, but, uh, hopefully that's okay. Tina is, is oh, just encouraging people to reach out. You know? Yeah. I mean, we, we uh, started a YouTube page and I think we, within a year we had like five or 6,000 followers, 40,000 views on my listing presentation or you know, buyer presentation. So that's been, 
uh, amazing. So people will leave comments and say, I want your scripts or I want this, but I'm more than happy to help because our why has changed, right? In the beginning, your, mm. your why is I need to feed my family. I need to make money. Um, but once you have a lot of money, which I'm blessed to have now, and I don't have mm. to work, sure. um, now it becomes how do I help more people do what I'm doing, feel like I'm feeling, hmm. um, you know, people put us on a pedestal only because we were the ones that took just a little more action. That's it. Just a little more action and take a few more risks and just go, I'm going to try this. Um, and yeah, so. Wow. I mean, and, and you're a true practitioner, Tina, and that's the love having this conversation and hopefully everybody's feeling that the, the energy and the love and the passion that you have for what you do and how you do it and just sharing so willingly giving of, of your knowledge and information. And, and to me, that's a, a sign of a true professional. There's, there's a level of, you know, character, humility and understanding to, to helping others grow and succeed. And, uh, you know, there, there should just be a bar that's set. And, and I like to say that, uh, you know, the fellow Titans, yourself included, they really set that bar high. And, uh, but it's just a, it's a blessing just to know that there are people out there like you that are willing to share, just reach out and, and uh, you know, put in the work and, and do it and, and it'll be there. But Tina, yeah. is there anything else you want to close with or finish with before we wrap this up? But this has been just a wealth of knowledge, incredible information. So I just, I just want to leave it with you. If there's anything else you yeah. want to mention. Um, not really. I mean, I just think, you know, there have been so many challenges in my life that I've overcome, you know, spirit, uh, public speaking. I have a massive fear of public speaking, but, wow. you know, as a leader of my group, I'm trying to show everybody that you can overcome those things. So when you think about your future self, I just talked to my team about this this morning, hmm. looking back, make sure you don't have regrets about the potential that you had, right? That's my biggest fear. Oh. Did I, did I have untapped potential, but now I'm too old or I'm too weak or I'm too whatever. Um, so yeah, just, if you have anything in your mind, there's somebody's overcome it, take some action, reach out, whatever I need to do, but I love people feeling confident and I love them, um, you know, achieving their real estate goals. Cause it is amazing business with so many vehicles, um, for wealth building and happiness in life. Oh gosh, Tina, this has been incredible. Absolute honor and a pleasure. Truly, truly. Uh, you're incredible. And I do need to dub this in. You're an official real estate Titan. So that's, that's a badge of honor that is yours forever. No one can ever take that away. Uh, no trophies, no plaques, but it's in your heart. So that, <laughs> that's the most important thing. But Tina, seriously, it. thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, Greg. Thanks yeah, so and everybody, thank you so much as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here doing the Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do you have our sponsor, a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate and you're looking to grow and scale your digital business online, get more traffic, more lead generation, conversion, and exposure, visit lionboltmedia.com. They have a free mini course. We are live here every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Tina. Bye.